Hello and welcome to the Untrained Eye number... Uh, welcome. Number 5-5. Five, five. You heard it from our historian extraordinaire, the star of the Untrained Eye, Beth. And I'm DJ and we're the host of the show and here it is. Some people explain what their shows are at the top of the top of the hour, but not us. Maybe later, but probably not. But maybe, but definitely not. How are you doing today, Miss Beth? Mm, I'm doing all right. It's just a lazy Sunday. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, I never thought that I'd be wishing that it would be a rainy Sunday. Why are you wishing for rain? I don't know. I just like the rain when I don't have to work. Since I'm, you know, I work outside, I hate when it rains during the work day. But anytime that I'm already home or it's the weekend, I like rain. I like sitting around when it's rainy. I like that too. A lot. Especially when you can hear it like really like coming down and then you like open the windows and you can see it. Mm-hmm. I think too, like when you're like sleeping, it helps. Like you go into a deeper sleep because it's like a heavy white noise. So, I like it. I want to play this. I didn't. I haven't listened to this yet, but it's some remix of this kid. Like, I don't know if it's just going to be him dancing or if it's going to be like him crying because he has like a Nerf gun and he's holding it and clearly has never had a Nerf gun before in his life and he loads the little dart in and he pulls the trigger, and if you look at how he's holding it, he's pointing it right at himself, and he shoots himself right in the nuts. Oh, why would you do that? I mean, you don't know what a gun is. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he's, like, dancing with his legs, like, stomping up and down, back and forth. racist uh because <laughs> it looks like a spanish kid mm-hmm. well does it i guess well what makes it racist then because you can't the have music? that music it's racist music man mm, we'll tell some of our neighbors <laughs> yeah uh yeah that would be racist but like <laughs> hey <laughs> uh yeah which is funny on like some of the holidays like I don't know what, like, 4th of July is coming up. 4th of July, New Year's <laughs> Eve, what's another one? Arbor Day, uh, Bastille Day, the celebration of all things Bastille and beyond. They're like, we shoot our Bastille Day fireworks for all the Bastilles who cannot be here today. <laughs> we salute you. I know. Boom, <laughs> cha boom, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like Spanish polka music. <laughs> it's exactly Spanish polka music, and if you listen closely, they actually are—they're actually playing. <laughs> every holiday. <laughs> yeah, Anna can hear that in her house. You're like, oh, is it Tuesday night? Well, it's a holiday. <laughs> uh, is it Do the sad trouble? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I don't know. I always think that's kind of funny. But they're having a good time. Yeah. So. <laughs> don't stop them now. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh yeah, the other day I was listening to uh, Michelle's podcast. Which Welcome podcast to my show, Michelle Guild. <laughs> <laughs> and like she was saying that the movie about Freddie Mercury... What is that one called? Bohemian Rhapsody? Bohemian Rhapsody. Wasn't that good? Yeah, that was the word on the street, is that that movie was straight trash. Like, that's very disappointing. We haven't seen it yet, but, like, I really wanted to because I love, love <laughs> Freddie Mercury and Queen. So I can't imagine that their movie wasn't good, even if they're just lip-singing all the songs. <laughs> I don't know if it's... I think it's within the last week or so, like just a new video recording of Freddie Mercury singing a song that previously had not been released, got released. I really? don't remember what the name of it was, but I'll tell you this. I forgot how ugly Eddie or Eddie, Eddie Freddie Murphy, Mercury, <laughs> <laughs> Freddie Murphy was, uh, yeah. I don't think he's ugly dude. Go ahead and go ahead and give it a googs mate. Cause that dude is a hideous I mean, it was interesting looking. Bro, listen to me. I did the thing. Like, I saw the picture of him and was like, Jesus. Like, it was horrifying to look at. But if you, like, if you hold your hand or your, like, finger, like, over his mouth and you're just looking from the nose up, you're like, oh, that is a handsome man. And then if you look, if you hold your finger over the top half of his head, it looks like some kind of a racist, racist cartoon or something. Oh, like, it's like just from like, like Family Guy. Yeah, like, dude. Nigel. <laughs> he's got like the he's got the reddest lips that have ever been red, and he's got these teeth that just look like a mountain range. Uh, and it <laughs> a just mountain range. <laughs> it's just horrifying to look at. Which I'm telling you. I don't. I had to have said it on this show before, but I'll say it again because it's the truth. The uglier you are, the more likely you are to be so very successful at singing. Yeah. Well, I mean, those teeth were part of his instrument because like, if even <laughs> one of those were rearranged or missing, it would have thrown his whole sound off. Yeah. <laughs> like the maybe teeth. it would have had a whistle in there all of a sudden, like. <laughs> Like what's that? Um, the yeah. beaver from Winnie the Pooh, like whistle when he talks. I can't do it. I wish I could, but I can't. <laughs> like every time he says something at the end, he has a little whistle at the <laughs> at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, his he was like, I wish my teeth would stop growing, and they were like, Don't stop us now. <laughs> we're having a good time. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I thought he, I always thought he looked so cool. Like whenever he was singing, was it We Will Rock You? Bro, he, and he is, has the how many other, aviators on and the wife beater. How many other musicians have like a recognizable silhouette? Mm. Like uh, Steven Tyler, Freddie Mercury. Mm. You think him. Steven Tyler? Yeah, because you would see him with a mic stand that had like a scarf oh, okay. on it. Yeah, the scarf. Uh, so, so I would say Michael Steven Jackson. <laughs> yeah, but you would probably mistake that for Freddie Mercury. You'd be like, oh, he's just got his legs like in an A frame and he's got the one hand up. And uh, that's him. That's our boy Fred. <laughs> no. Frederick Mercury. <laughs> The but I don't know. Like I just teeth. thought he looked really cool and kind of ahead of his time in the aviators. But maybe not. Maybe just was he ahead time. of his time, or are we just like that was so cool? We're bringing it back. Probably that. <laughs> well, it became not cool again because then uh, 
Tom Cruise did it in that well, movie. Well, then cops started wearing them all the time. Tom Cruise <laughs> was like, I fly an airplane, so I get to wear these aviators because aviation is planes, and that's me. <laughs> uh, I'm tiny. <laughs> yeah, he's like five foot. Hey, listen, man, I'm not hating too hard. I'm only, what, like 5'3 on a good day? <laughs> yeah, but like in his movies, he looks bigger, like in, like a regular size. Of course he does. I remember there was a... There was like a a promo that Kumail was doing with his wife and he was like, he was saying, like it was a video, I think it was even on Twitter, but he was like, he was like, everything in Hollywood is fake, even this. He was like, they made me stand on this platform so I would be the same height as my wife (laughs) and he stepped down off of it and was shorter. (laughs) That's hilarious. Because uh, <laughs> I I didn't think he was short, is he? I don't think he's short, but I just think he was just shorter than his wife, and they just wanted him to be, or maybe it wasn't even his wife. He was standing next to some woman, and they were just like, we wanted him to. Was it Batista? Yeah. <laughs> Batista, yeah. Because didn't they do a movie together? They did, Stuber, which I have not seen, and I probably won't see until it's on Amazon, but I will see it. But yeah, like I was disappointed because I really want to see that movie. Which one? Uh, oh, Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody. Well, and I want to see the Elton John one too because they said that was like tear jerker. And Taron Egerton, I just, I just like him. Yeah, Eggsy or whatever. Eggsy from Kingsman. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> was he? No, who was the guy in Baby Driver? Oh, that's. Uh, he was somebody though, right? Or was like he? he was in, um, those one movies where. The thing happened, and then the thing. Oh uh, yeah! And then someone was recording it. I remember that. So that movie, Baby Driver. If you haven't oh, seen that movie, get your life together and watch it. That is one of the greatest. I I would say, what has Edgar Wright done a movie since then? That I'd say that was probably one of his be- like top three movies for me. Of that of that he's done. Uh, and you have the added bonus of, spoiler alert, Kevin Spacey getting his face melted off by a tire at the end. Oh, yeah. Did people think he was a bad guy then? Uh, I think that that movie came out, and it wasn't much longer after that that all the allegations started. Um, but again, he gets freaking wrecked in that movie, so nobody really cares, I don't think. What? I'm oh, looking on... Divergent. That's what he was in. Oh, yeah, I have not seen one of those movies. Uh, But I'm looking at IMDb right now, and it says one of the upcoming movies for What's-His-Face, Edgar Wright, to direct is Baby Driver 2. What could that even... I don't know that I want a sequel of that movie. Like, some movies, I feel like, are just good enough that you just... Honestly, in my opinion, here's, here's something controversial, but not really. I think The Matrix should have been just one movie. And not because people seem to hate the second two, which I'm not, you know, whatever. I think I think they go off the rails as well. But I think The Matrix could have been just a one-off movie, and it would have been fine. Like, we did not need sequels to it. And I think Baby Driver is like that, too. Yeah, but, I mean, did you dislike the sequels to The Matrix? No, I don't. I think they're good. I like them. I, so maybe it'll be the same thing. I have the unpopular opinion of liking them, but... I like them, too. Even though I know them and I like them, I still... If someone said you could go in a timeline where those two movies never existed, I would go to that timeline. Why? I think The Matrix 1 
is one of my favorite movies ever. Uh, but I think it would. I think that I would truly die for that movie if it was all all alone, all by itself. Mm. Because I think even though those other two movies are good, I think they kind of take away from it because they try and it just they try he whatever the Wachowskis were trying to do. I feel like they just tried to get their arms around too much. Like they started having ideas. They they literally had these two twins that were like, mm. hey, they're ghosts. Like we also have vampires and werewolves, but we're just gonna barely briefly mention it. Vampires and werewolves. Exactly. Your reaction is exactly why those two movies weren't needed. Because they make reference to the fact that there are uh you I think you I can't remember if it's werewolves or or Dracula's, but you meet one of the two, or maybe both. But, I mean, if the whole thing is just a computer simulation, then why wouldn't those things exist? Exactly. But, again, why even bother? Like, you don't need to... No one's going to worry about that if you don't tell them about it. (laughs) (laughs) No one's going to be like, where were the werewolf simulation? Or whatever programs. Yeah. Uh, But the devil's in the details. Well, it is, but like again, you can do like what they did with the Animatrix. I think that they should have taken a page from the Wachowskis and done like how, uh, like Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead and World's End or whatever. I think they should have. If I was, if I knew anything about movies, this is how I would have done it: is just make movies that are just all happening in the Matrix, but they don't have to necessarily like. All tie into each other. You can just have cool stuff that happens in the Matrix Mm. or surrounding the Matrix uh, averse. Yeah, but I I don't know. Like, I like the first Matrix, and I see what you're saying. Like, it could have been a standalone epic thriller or whatever, but like, I like that there were sequels because I thought they were good too. And isn't it in the second one where the guy's like cussing in French is like, Wiping, wiping your ass, ass with silk, silk. <laughs> which we seems terrible, <laughs> but it does seem terrible. It sounds it definitely. Cool. It sounds cool, but imagine it really. It's definitely mashing through. <laughs> like <laughs> even if you fold it over, you're definitely touching your own poop. At yeah, some point. and it's not <laughs> absorbent, <laughs> so like you're it's just, just like sloshing it around. around. Yeah, you're just basically yeah, you're just smearing it all over. You're your just own crack. ruining silk, <laughs> <laughs> and you're your own butt so maybe that's <laughs> what he means <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not it's like cursing in silk it's not very good yeah so anyway uh but no i thought about it too because for some reason on like instagram or twitter some or no it was on twitter somebody was showing like the scene from scott pilgrim where he they were just showing a scene from scott pilgrim versus the world and that's a movie that I was thinking to I'm like, they never need to make a sequel of that. Are they thinking of it? I hope not. I don't know, and I'll never look. And if they ever make that movie, I'll never watch it unless it's just something adjacent to what we already know of the Scott Pilgrim movie-averse because that movie was just so good. Yeah. Like, I like how everything is, like, sped up in a way. They, like, have conversations, and then there's, a real like, a an outcome right away. Mm-hmm. Um, or when they have the bands playing, <laughs> like it's Sex Bomb. That was a great. By the way, that's the background on my laptop. Is the oh yeah the uh, Sex Bomb logo? What uh, is it? It's not a race. It's not a race. <laughs> this next song goes out to the, the guy that just yelled out. 
It's called I Hate You, Please Die. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know, yeah. I thought he did. Who in the heck did... Uh, was it the same director, I wonder, that did Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels and Snatch? I thought that was that? Guy. Oh, Guy Ritchie or whatever? I thought, but I don't know. Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. Let's see. Man, that movie came out in 98. Good grief. Who was it? I'm about to find out. Yep, Guy Ritchie. Director Guy Ritchie. Let's see if he did uh, the other movie I'm thinking of. What other movie? Oh, it is. He did. He did. Oh, he directed. Uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. He directed Sherlock Holmes, the Robert oh, Downey okay. Jr. one, which makes sense, and also uh, Snatch. Yeah. Oh my! He directed the new Aladdin. How did I not know that? Well, in that, do you think it has those kinds of scenes where like things no. are once again sped up? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm gonna guess not. Because well, I mean, the last movie he made was that one. With uh, uh, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Never and that, heard of it. exactly, that movie bombed as hard as you can bomb as a movie and be Guy Ritchie at the same time. Like, that was, I feel like that was like an epic bombing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. A lot of people said that Aladdin was good. Like, uh, I know a friend from work went and saw it on opening weekend. And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm... they did sing the songs. <laughs> That's hilarious. Did they have any new ones? New songs? I didn't yeah. ask. Because remember in Beauty and the Beast, they had a new song. What? I don't oh, know. Oh, with that gay guy singing? Uh, I don't know. Because I know they made the one character, LeFou or whatever. Wasn't he like in love with Gaston or whatever? Yeah, but it was like so <laughs> vaguely implied. Like... It was almost, it was like a J.K. Rowling-esque. Uh, like, like, oh, after the craze is over, now uh, we're going to make this person. Yeah, he was gay the whole time. <laughs> look back. Like, he was never in the movie. But look at it. Yeah, he was already <laughs> dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Yeah. Bruce Willis was there in every scene. All the doorknobs were red. <laughs> were they? No. Oh, in the Sixth Sense. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say they were all. Everything was. That, That's because red's the bad color. Red's the bad color, as we know. As a, any good Shamalama Shamalama head knows, what do we call ourselves? The M Night Shyamalan fans, the Sham Dogs. All of us Sham Dogs know. <laughs> the Sham Wows. <laughs> all the Sham Wows know that red is the bad color, and we don't like it one bit. Like what? Who is that actor that? said that like he was supposed to be like slow in what it's somebody that i really like a lot and i can't think of his name he was in the jacket uh nose mm -hmm. toucan sam yeah, i don't know what his name sam. is but we'll call him sam for now who <laughs> 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 is it oh adrian brody yeah yeah i really like wait him but what did he say Red's the bad color. Oh, in the movie. Oh, I thought you were, you made it sound like he said it like outside of the movie. Like, well, actually, I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, when I said red, red is the bad color, I actually meant that red's no good. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's the color of blood, which means death usually. Mm-hmm. It's bad. I'm glad. <laughs> I remember when I was in school in college, like I took a film class, and bro. I wish I could retake it now because, like, I had no appreciation for, like, uh, 
good films. Like the thought that you would put into a movie. Like I was just like, it's a movie. I see it. Because I don't know what I thought it was that that class was going to be. But like I remember we had to watch. uh, Was eye opening. We had to no. It would be now, but like at the time, I was like boring. Because we had to watch Do the Right Thing. I remember we watched, that was one of the first movies we watched. Is that a Spike Lee joint? Yes, it was Spike Lee's first joint, like straight out of art school or film school or whatever. I never saw it. And uh, it was a good movie. And like he, it basically, they used that as the example of like, this is somebody who got out of film school and used every trick in the book and did it pretty well. And this is like a, a an example of like learning Learning what to do and then doing it, but actually doing it in a competent way. Mm-hmm. Isn't uh, that crazy that there is like so many tricks, bro? Like, think <laughs> of uh, what was that one movie? Was it The Birdman or what was it? Oh, uh, it, I think it was just called Birdman, Birdman with uh, Michael with Keaton. Batman in it. Yeah, yeah. Batman. Um, where they had like a like most of the shots were like most of the mo- movie was supposed to be filmed in one long shot like it was the whole movie was supposed to look like it was filmed in one continuous shot and when you find out like how they did how they did do like different takes i was like oh that's brilliant yeah that is so brilliant also i'm definitely going to use that in for this show if we ever (laughs) do anything video style believe in your heart i'm going to use those tricks because I used, or I used, I found out just enough to be uh, dangerous Dangerous with it. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty good movie, too. But like, the movie that I want to watch again, that they, like, I remember we basically got a freaking dissertation on the movie Contact with Jodie Foster. By who? By our teacher. She oh, was just okay, like, yeah. you and your student touted class. this as, like, the greatest movie to ever hit uh, film since anything ever hit film and i already hated that movie and then we watched it and i fell asleep and then we watched that movie in class maybe three times terrible i hated it but Uh, did it teach you anything no like because i kept falling asleep uh oh and i just i've always wanted to go back and watch that movie again to be like maybe i can like somehow jog my memory as to what i was supposed to be getting out of this (laughs) uh but I can't. I just can't make myself do it. Like, it's just so... I feel yeah, like... Yeah, I don't know. I saw that movie once and I wasn't that impressed with it either. I feel like that movie is only... Like, I feel like there are some movies that can be exciting from anyone's perspective. Even someone who is not a main character. Mm-hmm. And that movie... To me, Contact is only exciting from Jodie Foster's perspective only. Yeah. Everyone else just saw her at the end disappear for a second. And maybe, just maybe, the guy that comes up to the other guy that's like, uh, Captain whatever your name is. He's not a captain, but it doesn't matter. He's like, we got the we got the footage back from Jodie Foster's trip. And the guy's like, okay, she was gone a <laughs> second. And by the way, she wasn't even gone. We just saw her drop straight down. But were there windmills? There were windmills, but here's what doesn't make sense. It was all static, but it was 13 hours of static. Da, 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 credits. Well, isn't that like what they would do on the X-Files? Like sometimes, like if you drive in a certain area, then um, maybe your car would break down and then you would lose time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they were getting at is like the that she 
was tra- like she time traveled, but it happened like she just she went wherever she was going and came back at the same time. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie in so long it doesn't even matter. Maybe that can be our companion podcast. Movies we don't remember and try and just tell you what we think it was about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you remember the movie Killer Clowns from Space? I know of this movie, but I don't I don't think I ever saw it. No? Uh-uh. It's on Netflix, I think. Like, whenever I was a teenager, I was obsessed with that movie because it's just so, like, weird and, like, creepy enough. <laughs> but it's not too scary, but you're like, oh, these killer clowns are from outer space. <laughs> They're from outer space, bro. No, the movie I would want to watch that I remember only watching, like, twice that was seems like it would be in that vein of crazy mm-hmm. is uh, the Garbage Pail Kids movie. Oh, Yeah. I don't know if I ever saw that all the way through. It was. My recollection of that movie is that it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? I because mean, it's it was the Garbage Pail Kids. I just remember it being like Chuck E. Cheese style. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, clearly it was people like wearing just like a suit and a <laughs> giant head. But like, oh, the like you mean moved. like the animatronics? Yeah. And then it was like. But it was like... Maybe I didn't see that. I don't know. It was just so nuts, dude. I wonder if there's a... Like a trailer or something? Yeah, because there was like... I remember the movie that for a while I couldn't... I don't know why it never dawned on me to look on YouTube, but like I would ask people about the peanut butter solution and the dirt bike kid, and no one knew of those movies. And I was like... Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I just don't remember these movies. Yeah, I uh, never heard of those movies until you said. Those are like, if there's if there's a movie version of Off, Off, Off Broadway, that's <laughs> where those movies lie. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But moving away from movies. Wait, wait. If there's a, tra- if there's a trailer for it, I'm going to For the Garbage Veil Kids? Yeah. Is there? The Garbage Veil Kids movie. Wouldn't that be crazy? Okay, here we go. The official. This is official, Bethany. I don't think I'm going to play this whole thing because it's like two minutes long. That's a lot of minutes. It opens on a house at night with a Ronald McDonald painting whose eyes are moving. Once upon a time, or was it more recently, there was a young boy named Dodger. Move your bottom hand. He was the sort of child who was always left out of things. Bunch of people with terrible hair. Each day after was school, the 80s. Dodger works in a junk shop owned by the mysterious Captain Mancini. Which is brought than vampires. Jesus Lord. And that shop looks like the same one that Gizmo came from. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah, we just found out this weekend our nephews didn't know what mogwais were <laughs> they were like gremlins the movie Until now. there's, there's some, some kind of ooze coming out of a garbage turtle can. yeah see look at them okay it does look like people with weird masks on and it's funny that the Garbage Pail Kids are basically like stank, like skanky versions of Cabbage Patch Kids. Yes. Yeah, Wendy Winston just farted on a man's face. Messy Tessie. Just sneezed into the most popcorn I've ever seen in my life at once. Valerie Vomit. Valerie Vomit. I'm going to fire for this. 
Yeah, I definitely would watch this. <laughs> Bro, this movie looks bananas. And my favorite part. Garbage Pail Kids movie. They may not be pretty, but boy, they make great friends. Uh, Starring doesn't, Newland, does not look like it. Aston. Oh, Mackenzie Aston. Well, yeah. Maybe did not have it. a rating on there. Uh, it's funny to me that that whole movie seems to take place at night because almost as if to say, like, listen, we need to hide the fact that these garbage bale kids don't look like real kids. So let's just have it dark at night. <laughs> so maybe they look a little more real. Is that one of the <laughs> devices that you learned in film school? Mm, it is like, something I've picked up along the way. If you want to, <laughs> if you darkness uh, hides all sin. <laughs> yeah, if you can't see it, it's not real. <laughs> I mean, that's what people said about uh, what was it? The one of the last couple of episodes about Game of Thrones. Just not that they were trying to hide anything, just that it was super dark. Uh, I remember watching the Han Solo movie, like the oh yeah, it was just called Solo. It seemed like the first like 20 or 30 minutes of that movie, they just forgot to turn the lights on. It's like, mm. hey guys, you have literally Disney behind you. Yeah, <laughs> turn the lights on. <laughs> turn the lights on, pay for the CGI, let's go. <laughs> um, Yeah, so anyway, moving away from movies. Like, have you seen that there's a... Uh, I've never seen anything A thing a called the Get life. Up Challenge. <laughs> the Get Up Challenge. Yeah, it's like... How the Old Town Road was like a country hip-hop. Um, Everyone was going to take their horses somewhere. Yeah, it's like a country hip-hop crossover or whatever, and this seems like the same type deal. Uh, it's like a line dance, and it's a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so does this guy say anything, or is it just No, he's just like it? dancing. That's the guy I think that made it. Me. <laughs> and it looks like fun and i i don't know like oh you know what how long has this song been out i don't know because there was like a like a not a meme but like this kid that was dressed up in like a he was dressed up in like a suit and he looked like almost like a young john mulaney and they're like what is john mulaney oh, doing at yeah, lunch i remember that yeah <laughs> So it's been out for a little while, and I really like that video of him dancing. Of the kid, the kid or yeah. that, yeah. This guy, too. I just like that song. Honestly, I think that song could have been... Hey, you know what's funny? is like That song definitely, I feel like, is better than uh, Old Town Road. Uh, but, dude, that freaking kid, uh, Lil Nas X, whatever his real name is, luckiest, luckiest guy. Like, everything... This is like what you hear uh, famous people talk about, like everything just happening to coalesce perfectly all at once. Mm -hmm. Like, what was it? Uh, like the best example, I, c I can hear that. Oh, best, me too. I thought you turned it off. Uh, the best thing I can think of is, or example I can give is like, I remember hearing an interview with, uh, what is that dude's name? Brian Cranston. And he was talking about how, like, what's the show breaking bad was like about to get canceled because nobody was watching it, which is nuts. Yeah. And like basically everything had was just switching over to Netflix and streaming. And like, it was just picking up and getting big. And if it, I think it was the first two seasons, like people just freaking ate it up 
and that it was either the first two or the first three, but I know it was about to get canceled and uh, Netflix streaming alone. Like he said it, he's like, if it wasn't for Netflix streaming that show, he's like, it would have been canceled. Uh, and I wow. feel like, I feel like I've heard a lot of other uh, artists say this, that, you know, basically like Lil Nas X is good but the fact that there was so much backlash about this dude, like, mm-hmm. just like trying to make a country song, bro. Like it was, I, I just don't understand why people just, if you don't like it, just ignore it. But when you tell people to hate it, all they're going to do is it make just fans sure the flames. that you feel stupid <laughs> later. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be in a Rambo movie trailer. He's going to then do a song with Cardi B. He's going to get a freaking he? million. He already did it. It's out. Oh, okay. I think it's called Rodeo. Uh, uh, he's going to have a million Twitter followers overnight, which is pretty much what happened. Like you just freaking he's not going to last like in 10 years. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember everyone loved that. That side of the town song, whatever it was about. Something about horses. But, good news, that dude is set for a couple of lifetimes now, probably. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't need to. But maybe he will. You never know. I doubt it. I mean... That's kind of harsh. It's not that harsh. It is kind of harsh to try and predict someone's future. I mean... It's harsh. Eh. Because, I mean, someone could say the same thing about us. They could. (laughs) I mean, not that we have that much popularity or anything to fall back on, but we're like, well, they're not going to last. I give it six more months. <laughs> you never know. What if we lose our microphones in six months? We could. Ah, what if my tailbone falls out of my body in nine or six months or whatever you said? Because you have the most comfortable chair and podcast. Guys, look out for our Kickstarter coming in the next month or two. We're going to kickstart some chairs. Some chairs that are going to be so soft and good to sit on. Maybe not soft, but they're going to be so comfortable that we're just going to live our lives there. And we're going to have to cut a hole in the bottom so we can poop out of them. No, I think that'll take away from the comfort level. I don't think so. I don't want to be pooping and I want to be looking into your eyes and doing that thing little kids do where their faces just go beet red. And you're just like... (laughs) (laughs) No, thanks. Uh, I remember vividly, like, uh, one of our friends had... They had just had their kid, and I remember they were in the playpen... And I was over there, and this kid's like, gagagoo, and then just like all of a sudden, just goes freaking, I don't know, horror movie, and just stops <laughs> dead in their track and is like holding onto the rail. And they're just looking at me. I mean, into my soul, these this kid is looking at me, and just face goes red. I mean, the whole face goes red. And I was like, hey, man, I was like, something is wrong with your kid. Something is going on right now. And he like comes over, like freaked out for a second and then starts laughing. He's like, oh, yeah, she's pooping. That's hilarious. She's pooping right now. <laughs> and just like as soon as he said that, her face just the color returned. And she was just like, la, 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 la. <laughs> You're like, get ready for a surprise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's then, what you thought. Uh, yeah. Like, this kid's head's about to explode. Dude. <laughs> I could not believe that. And I after I realized as that was, that was the funniest thing I ever I, I don't know if there's anything funnier than that, looking right into someone's eyes as you just absolutely fu- <laughs> You're just 
just like rocketing Dookie out of your butt as hard as you can. <laughs> You're focusing every muscle you have on getting that doo-doo out of your body. Yeah, that's crazy. And just absolutely. <laughs> <sighs> All right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Uh, and funny. And hilarious. <laughs> What were we talking about? Mm, I don't know. Oh, yeah. We were talking about... Oh, comfortable chairs. Com- yes, comfortable chairs. So we're getting them. Look out. They're coming. We're getting... I don't know. I'm going to get the most expensive chairs there are. What does PewDiePie sit on? That's what we're going to get. I think he has... Actually, I think he sells his own chairs. Maybe we'll buy PewDiePie chairs. Mm, does he? I mean, is that real or... I think so. I haven't looked into it, but that's crazy. Of all the things, why would he sell his own chairs? Why wouldn't you? If you could sell a chair that was like the untrained eye brand chair for four hundred bucks, and you had some freaking jamokes out there that were like, "I would love a purple chair with an eyeball on it," but that seems like it would be like a lot of overhead costs and labor. Well, the good news is Pewds is a freaking make it a a millionaire. (laughs) Which is fine, but I don't know. It just seems like a lot of extra hassle. Because does he make a whole furniture line or just office chairs? Okay, I don't know, but that just jogged my memory because here is something that I haven't thought about in a long time. So I used to be like real big into uh, political talk radio. And right-wing political talk radio, and uh, Rush Limbaugh was one of the main guys I listened to, and uh, he would always talk, a couple of things, he would always talk about the golden EIB microphone here at the, in sunny South Florida, and I remember seeing a video before, like a video of him in studio, and he literally has a gold-plated microphone. That's really funny. (laughs) The golden EIB microphone. Uh, but if you go to his website, or at least if you did years ago when I went and looked, you could buy uh, a Rush Limbaugh EIB chair. EIB is etiquette and broadcasting, Bethany, in mm. case you didn't know. I knew because I was a real, I was a real Rush, I was a real Rush bow. I was a real... Yeah, I don't know. Like, if we ever got really famous or something, like, I would be very leery about, like, selling products, I guess more than maybe like a t-shirt or something uh that's already like considered somewhat disposable um because like recently i saw this story about this uh influencer that was like huge and they had they started their own makeup line and people were like this is trash like they would they got lipstick that had like bubbles and bumps and like some of them had like fuzz or hair on them uh, do you have the story about no. that around? Because I think there is, I can't be sure if this is the same makeup line, but I'm pretty sure that that's the same line that they were like, yeah, also we've tested this and there's asbestos in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I didn't read that. And the reply <laughs> to that was, uh, this is your, the European, whatever has a standard for how much asbestos uh, oh. can be in something. And this complies with that. Well, I, like, okay, I mean, I guess okay. that's the same thing as like candy bars or any kind of food. There's a certain level of like rat guts you can mm, have in there. Yeah. <laughs> like foreign materials <laughs> or whatever. Gross. Um, 
<laughs> what are you talking about? It's extra protein or whatever. Whatever joke everyone makes about it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Like, I, I would be very leery of that. Because, like, once that stuff has hit the mainstream, um, you get the one shot. And if you mess it up, then, like, you could offer someone a refund or a replacement. But that, uh, like, the trust in your products has is gone. Uh, yes and no. Like it all, it just depends on how established you are because how many times have people been like, bro, I found a whole entire toddler in a can of Coca-Cola. I drank it and everything. And there was just a finger. Yeah. And then mm -mm. people are like, Oh my God, that's crazy, man. But that'll probably happen from time to time. Anyway, always Coca-Cola. Yeah. (laughs) Gross. I think someone said they found a rat or something in one of those before. Those I always, I'm always skeptical of those considering a Coke, a Cola, you can put like a nail in it and in like two days it'll be gone. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't know. But, um, yeah, it seems gross. Seems super gross. I had something to say about that, but I forgot. What about uh? Because here's the here's the real crazy part is if something did, if like I don't know, a finger fell into a Coca Cola, and by the time it made it to you, like would would it be? It would be disintegrated. We know this. We have seen like the the thing on. I've seen the thing on YouTube anyway, where they're like, we put this steak. In a vat of Coca-Cola, and in a week it was gone. Like, would you even know? Would yeah, you just exactly. Be drinking just drink it. liquid rats and birds or Ugh. whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, no. Well, yeah, and I don't know. I don't really like soda that much because of, like, I really don't like the fizz of it. Like, it makes my throat feel weird, and I don't like it. <laughs> so the same with like drinking beer. It makes my stomach feel bloated, and I don't like it. So. I really don't drink that much soda, but anything that comes in a container that is hidden, <laughs> usually I will pour it into a, a clear glass so I can see if something comes out. <laughs> I uh, Yeah, it's funny because I even stopped drinking that like carbonated water with flavoring in it because it was like messing with my teeth, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things they say that you're not supposed to drink. Dude, I haven't had soda in a freaking minute, son. Like, I cannot believe how long it's been. Like, every once in a while, I would say in the past two years, I probably had soda maybe twice. Yeah. Which I mean, is crazy. Every now and then, like, I'll crave, like, a Dr. Pepper or maybe, like, a Coke uh, from McDonald's. Because, I don't, I don't know, like, it seems like their Coke is good. <laughs> Um, and well, some you, people say that it's because they have like whiter straws. No. Okay. So the lore that I've heard is that they struck a deal with the Coca-Cola company that they will get their syrup gets, uh, or whatever gets like, uh, in a, like a cooled truck. Okay. So it like never gets hot. So it S- maintains its, mm-hmm. um, its integrity. Deliciousness. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that seems cool. I don't know what... I, I'm sure none of it's true. I'm sure <laughs> they're just like, we boil extra rats in there, Gross. and that's what makes it taste better. But And it's <laughs> the place that's dispensing it. And by the way, I always lift the lids off, too, and <laughs> look in the drinks. <laughs> <laughs> if I get a hamburger, I lift up that bun. I do not just start eating right away. Because, um, <laughs> gross. Like, what about that person that found, like, a frog on their burger? 
I would eat a frog. And can I tell you, most things I would be grossed out by, but I would be like, oh, I can live. I'm telling you. I feel like we, I think we did say this exact thing last week, but I'll say it again. If I ever, if I ever, Bethany, bite into a burger or anything and there's a (laughs) Band-Aid in there, you're going to hear about me on the news because I am (laughs) going to be murdering folks. I will yeah. be I will be cutting off fingers until somebody tells me who it was. And I'll make sure I start with the cashiers. I'll be like, hey man, whose band-aid was that? I don't know, chop. Whose band-aid was that? Oh my god, what are you doing, chop? And that's it. I'm gonna keep going. And then you see someone like run frantically on the back door. Because that's what ha- what happened in a movie. <laughs> I like, oh, this is what would happen next. I would be like, Beth, and you'd be like, I'm on it. And you're already running past me. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I tackle the person and take them down to the ground, and they don't even have any wounds or anything. And I'm like, why'd you run? I was scared. I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. We got to kill you now. You've seen too much. <laughs> fun plot to a movie we just thought of and nothing like that ever happened in real life because we're searching for the culprit with a band-aid that's missing hey man did you have a band-aid there was not even neosporin you're just gross yeah gross i mean i'm right there with you if i found a band-aid like one time this girl i know found a beetle in her like nachos at taco bell That's again, all these things are disgusting, but the yeah. band aid is something I cannot forgive. <laughs> yeah. Or like, there's this restaurant that's over by where I work, and it's kind of like it's a outdoor restaurant where you like walk up to a window and they sell like Cuban sandwiches and salads and stuff. Mm. And, um, like they have these little screens that they put down so flies can't get inside the building. Um, but sometimes they do. And the last time I got like a salad from there, uh-huh. it had a dead fly in it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, why? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't cool. Because I was like, well, I can't eat here again. <laughs> but I mean, I could see, like you said before, like flies are holding the state up or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exact Bugs. Bugs. Because people always make fun of Florida with fly swatters. <laughs> Uh, because we hit our significant others with it instead of flies. Mm. Like, you get up on out of here. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, all right. So we're going to do a quick word from PodCoin, and we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, you have entered the PodCoin zone, zone, zone. That's right. It's the commercial you've all been waiting for. PodCoin, the application that goes on your smart device. All you need to do is download it from your local application store, iOS or Android. All user interfaces accepted. If you want a new and cool and good way to listen to podcasts, then you will do it via the PodCoin app. Why? Because right now, if you're not listening on PodCoin, you're listening to your shows like an idiot. Because you're just wasting time. You think you're being entertained, but do you want to be entertained and make money? Yeah. Well, you can do that with the PodCoin app. 
because you can earn PodCoin, which you can turn in for things like gift cards to Amazon, Starbucks. Recently, they've added even AMC gift cards. Hey, you want to go see a movie? Go on PodCoin. And if you are just uh, just a ph- philanthropist at heart, a word I can barely say, well, then you can also give to charity because PodCoin knows that some of you are good people and that you want to do good things. And you can do that with a PodCoin app. And for a limited time only of forever, you can get 300 extra pod coins if you use the promo code UNTRAINED. So if you're a new user to PodCoin and you want 300 pod coins to start out, or if you've been using PodCoin for a while and you're like, promo code, what? Yeah, just type in UNTRAINED and you'll get 300 pod coins on us. That's right. You can't click any links in the show description, but you can donate to charity. I mean, I'm sure that's coming soon, the whole clicking links, but, you know. One step at a time, folks. We're, we're making moves. We're making moves here at PodCoin. That's right. I am PodCoin. See, because it was like the movie where he was Iron Man, but I am PodCoin. See, uh, all right. Uh, do you want to listen to the show again? Well, here you go. All right, Beth, what do you have for us right this very moment? Hurry. Well. Oh, my God. I mean, did you see that thing about the senators in Oregon? Uh, I know a little something something about it. Not enough, but I would love for you to enlighten our lovely listeners as to what you talking about because i did not know about this at all until you brought it up to me and my mind it just couldn't handle it still boggled still is a great way to put that yes okay so So what do we know as of now (laughs) apparently now to bethany on the scene (laughs) yeah (laughs) apparently dj (laughs) (laughs) dj i'm here in oregon right now and uh The situation. But you have to wait longer than that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, take two. And now Bethany out in the field in Oregon. Bethany, what's going on? Yes, DJ, I'm out here in the field. (laughs) 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 Um, Okay, now we're going to... Militias everywhere, guarding the streets. Yeah, it's crazy because in Oregon, there was supposed to be a Senate... Um, vote. vote regarding an emissions bill to cap, I guess, emissions in that state. <laughs> <laughs> um, and some of the like rep- over the next what was it? What's it? Twenty, thirty, forty? Over the next like thirty years, right? Yeah, like, it was something to. Uh, I think it's called cap and trade, which I don't even really know what that means. But let me open the real story instead of just the screenshot. Basically, to like take emissions down by the year 2050, you said, I think. Yeah. Uh, and But anyway, though, the um, so there was supposed to be a vote. And instead of the Republicans voting with the Democrats, they were like, oh, well, we're going to leave the state and we're going to go hide in Idaho. And we're going to have this militia protect us in case anyone tries to come and bring us back to vote. Up until the point to where the man straight up was like, hey, listen, 
Don't try and make us do this because we have people that will defend us with our their lives. What? Yeah. Um, didn't you like have a clip or whatever where I, the guy was like, well, I won't be a political prisoner. But- yeah, like, hey, bro, no one forced you into being a senator, you idiot. Yeah, you signed up to vote on our behalf. <laughs> that doesn't mean to go to Idaho and hide out there because you don't want some bill to pass because you don't have the numbers. Like, it's crazy. Um, but what does it say? Jesus Christ, why can I still not spell senators? <laughs> I don't know. S-E-N-A-T-O-R-S? It says the trouble started this month when state senate Democrats advanced... Plans for a bill that would cut carbon emissions modeled after a similar policy in California. Oregon's proposed cap and trade bill would restrict fossil fuel emissions, particularly for the industries that create the most pollution. The bill's proponents say it's part of a plan to cut emissions by 80% by the year 2000 or yeah, 2050. So let's see. What is this dumbass's name? Brian B O Q U I S T Boquist is uh, the only way I can imagine that you would say that name. But here is his dumb 17 second quote on what's going on. Oh, okay. So sending the threat out, like, oh, we're going to have a session or I'm going to send the state police to arrest you. Well, I'm quotable. So here's the quote. This is what I told the superintendent send bachelors and come heavily armed. I'm not going to be a political prisoner in the state of Oregon. It's just that simple. So there you have it, folks. Send whatever he said. Send state police to bring him back. What? This guy's an idiot, right? Like, I don't understand what the problem... Like, this is why... This is going to happen again. I'm just going to be dumbfounded for five minutes because (laughs) I just don't understand. Like, is this shocking? This is... well, I just don't understand, like, why that's okay. Like, you can just leave instead of voting. And can you not just abstain? I don't understand. I don't know anything. Okay, listen. The caveat to all of this is I don't know. I barely know how government works. I know how government works the same way I know how my car works. I know <laughs> that I have to put gasoline into it, and I know that I have to get an oil change for it. And that's about it. Everything else is somebody else's problem. Uh, so that might be the first, my first problem, uh, coming at this whole situation is like, I have no idea really. Like if that's a, is that just an option that senators get? They can be like, uh, I don't like this. So instead of voting against it, abstaining from the vote, I'll just dip. I'll just dip right out the, right out the state. I know you voted for me. Thanks for that. Thanks for all your donations, voters. But uh, suck it, nerds, because I'm not voting on this thing that theoretically you asked me to vote yes or no on. Yeah. Well, this says the reason that they're citing is increased expenses for the residents and businesses. So every Republican in the state Senate walked out rather than voting. That is the stupidest thing I have ever heard. That, by the it's way, the craziest thing, especially since they have a militia protecting them. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Like, what do you think you're going to do? Because I'm going to give you a spoiler alert. The best you're going to do is just go back and feel silly about what you did. And you're going to vote yes or no on the thing. The worst thing that's going to happen is, is you're going to die, man. (laughs) 
Yeah. You're going to die or you're going to be the reason why those people that are, quote, protecting you are going to die. <laughs> I think hmm. that I read maybe further on down in the article that there was something else like that in like 2014, maybe. And someone did die. Like hmm. one of the militia people did. Hmm, he so says. It's just crazy <laughs> because like what happens then? Do they just like the votes time out and then they have to wait and try to bring it up again? This seems like something I can't believe Trump isn't already all over because if Maybe I was in Trump's position and I was just going nuts in the in in office, I would be I see Trump I think the reason why I appreciate Trump is like well, the reason I appreciate him on like a personal funny level is like he's doing kind of what I would do minus the racist stuff. He's just like, eh, do what I want here. I'm the king now, so I do. I does what I wants. And one of the things that I would do that I wants is make such an example out of those guys. Oh, the examples. But they're Republicans, oh, though. I don't so think. What? I don't think so. Do you know the goodwill I would get with the people for doing that? Would you? The goodwill with the people. But which people? All of them. The great again people. All. Or... I don't think so. Dude, listen, one thing Trump is good at is uh getting his base to just real or to just go along with whatever crazy idea he has. And if he does something that the left would even slightly perceive as being a good thing, uh they will definitely be on his side for that. And if his base is like, "Wait a second, I don't know if I like that they like this thing that you did, sir." He would say whatever it is he would say, and they would be like, well, you know what, I guess we can we can give him one every now and then. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just crazy to me that instead of voting and losing the vote, they're like, no, we're going to go and hide and get these people to protect us. Like, think about that. Like, a senator went home to his wife and was like, pack your bag, we're hiding. <laughs> Hold on, let me consult with our patron saint. What's that? Uh-huh. He says... A bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Like who does that? Uh I think we know. Every Republican <laughs> in Oregon. Senate, senator or whatever. That is just what <sighs> nuts. What are they I I just <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe next week I'll have done a deeper dive into this and, or Beth will have and we can see what it is exactly these fools are trying to do. Here's a thing. Here's an article from a day ago. The title is just Armed Militias Pledged to Fight for Fugitive Oregon GOP Lawmakers at Any Cost. Fugitives. Is that true? Do you think the Daily... What is the Daily Beast? I mean, I've seen articles from them before, but what does that matter? <clears throat> Right-wing militia groups across the Pacific Northwest are mobilizing to prevent Oregon State Police from arresting Republican state senators who went into hiding on Thursday in order to prevent climate change legislation from passing. All 11 of Oregon's Republican state senators are currently on the lam, with some leaving for Idaho in an effort to deny the Democrat-controlled state Senate a quorum uh, to pass a cap-and-trade bill in response... Oregon Governor Kate Brown, Democrat, 
citing a provision in the state constitution that allows the state to compel absent lawmakers to attend legislative sessions, dispatch state troopers to bring them back. So this seems like these lawmakers are just absolutely trying to get these dudes to get shot or killed. Because if there is like, there seems to be, at least according to this article, some kind of precedent that like, hey, stupids, we can come and make you vote. Just come and vote, you dummies. And they're what? Protecting these guys against the state police that are coming to just <laughs> enact the law? Right. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy. Bro, stop it. Hey, are you listening to us from Oregon? We love you. I'm sorry. We're gonna we're sending you hugs right now. Unless you're a senator. Unless you're a senator. <laughs> and you're listening from Idaho. <laughs> Actually, if you're a senator listening from Idaho, we're giving you hugs too, because you're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last hug you ever gonna get, homie. <laughs> yeah, I mean it sucks. Like tax increases suck, but is it really worth like going on the lamb? <laughs> I, I just think it's crazy. So, in other news... Thank you, because I would have just gone in circles forever on that. (laughs) Like, back to movies. It says 30 years ago today, Tim Burton's Batman 1989 came out. That is my favorite Batman. Well, really Batman Returns, but... Yeah, but I saw (laughs) this one the most. Batman Returns? No, just the regular Batman. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's funny. I was talking, like, I was just mentioning, or what? How was it? Who was I? I don't know. I was tweeting back and forth with Richie from uh, Super Media Bros, and uh, I, because he was talking about uh, what is it? The two guys that voice the Joker and uh, Batman in the animated series is Mark Hamill and oh my god, I always remember that dude's name until I need to say it. Super. Media bros. All right. Well, Twitter, thanks for nothing. I hate you Eh. so much. Actually, no. Hey, actually, let me take a little time right now to shout out our old pals, T-Mobile. T-Mobile, do you want to not do the things that you normally do on your phone, like go on the internet or have a phone call? Hey, T-Mobile is what you're looking for because, boy, howdy, If you want slow internet or no internet, if you want phone calls that drop anywhere they possibly could, especially when it's important, T-Mobile. Hey, go to T-Mobile.com slash the untrained eye right now to get a special offer of $1 million a month you can pay for terrible service. T-Mobile. Still wasn't enough time for me to... So here's a Prince movie fact, and it says (laughs) Prince found the inspiration for Party Man when he first saw Jack Nicholson. Whoa, 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 whoa! Party Man? Oh, for the movie? I was like, what are you talking about? Uh, When he first saw Jack Nicholson on set, he just walked over, sat down, and put his foot (laughs) up on the table. Real cool. He had his attitude that reminded me of Morris Day. So that's what Prince said about that in 1990. Party man. Yeah, remember? I don't remember that. I don't like remember Prince I, being in that movie at all. He wasn't, I don't think. He was just singing. Like when Jack uh, Nicholson was like dancing on the float. Still haven't found it. Thank you, T-Mobile. 
Maybe he was, but I don't remember him being in it. But I don't know. Like, I think Jack Nicholson was a really good Joker, too. I'm so aggravated right now. Um, what are you looking for? I was just looking for the interaction I had with uh, the super media bros. About Batman. About Batman. Uh, and I just want a Batman Beyond movie so bad. And people really are... Well, I don't, it feels like no one... Like, people cared really a lot that Robert Pattinson was going to be Batman. And I mean, that, did that fall through? And now nobody cares again. Uh, no, as far as I know, he's still going to be. And it's funny because I heard somebody else make this point, and that was the <laughs> the reason I became okay with Robert Pattinson doing it is, uh, well, twofold. One, uh, again, Richie from the Super Media Bros, he had a couple movies that he was like, you need to watch these movies, and I'm telling you, uh, this dude is like, he has more depth than you think he does just from watching, or if you've only just watched, uh, if you've only just watched, what is it, the Twilight movies. Right. Um, but I did the thing that everyone should do whenever anyone gets cast as Batman. You just put your you put your finger over and you cover their eyes and you just look at their nose and mouth and you think, what would that look like in a Batman cowl? Does he have a strong enough jawline to be Batman? And yes, he does. <laughs> yeah, but does he have the body, I guess? Bro, you know who didn't have the body? Michael Keaton. All of them. <laughs> All of them well, never had the body until suddenly Hollywood was like, "Oh, you will have the body now." Here's yeah, every here's steroid. Here's a built-in suit body. <laughs> here's all the yeah, Here, yeah, dude. For looking for uh, Ben Affleck, they were just like, "Never nah. take your shirt off in the movie and just wear this muscle suit all the time." Everyone else, they were like, "Hey, we're gonna put you on all the steroids, and you're gonna be." Like uh, George Clooney. You're going to have muscles coming out of your eyebrows, bro. <laughs> Not sure why they were like, oh, George Clooney should be Batman. I that said that. That was a miss. I, no. Who you know was what? the other one? Val Kilmer. Okay, George Clooney. You know why? George Clooney is not necessarily a good Batman. He is beyond a perfect Bruce Wayne. You're not going to find somebody with much more charisma. Because he than, is Bruce Wayne in real life. Yeah, exactly. Like, that dude is just, I feel like, I. this is what I, I've never wanted someone famous to be nice more than I want George Clooney to be nice. And every story I've ever heard about him is that he's like the coolest guy that's ever existed. So I feel like that's what Bruce Wayne would be like, uh, except maybe a little more pompous, but people would be like, I just still love him. So that's why I think George Clooney is maybe not a great Batman, but definitely a spot on Bruce Wayne. Mm, I mean, I never thought that Bruce Wayne was a nice, like, like I thought he had like a, a kind heart, but I, I, I always thought he was like cold and like detached because of what well, happened to him. Well, from the ladies, because he's a stud. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, but it's okay. So uh, Mark Hamill used to voice the Joker and Kevin Conroy uh, is the one who always voice for, I think he still might, but he's did the Batman voice forever. Like on everything animated. If you heard Batman speak, it was probably Kevin Conroy that you were hearing, which by the way, I hope at least one person hearing this right now, their mind just got blown when they heard that Mark Hamill did the Joker. Cause I remember years ago, whenever I found that out, I could not believe it. I was like, my boy, Luke, Luke, who used to farm for moisture, is the Joker. 
What? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I don't know. I love Mark Hamill. <clears throat> yeah, he does a good Joker. Like, didn't he do him on the video games, too? Yes. Yeah. He has a good maniacal laugh. Um, So, I just read a tweet that says that the family asked for prayers after dog the bunny uh, bunny the bunny hunter <laughs> the bounty hunter star beth chapman is reported to be in a coma i i meant to bring that up too that's so sad because she went into like a medically induced coma because because of her throat cancer yeah that's crazy that's horrible man it's really sad but are they still together i think I so they, they were are, just yeah. about to come out with a new show yeah that's bad um, cause like she was part of what was awesome about that show, like before, like some of the racist stuff that <laughs> came out, but I loved watching that show cause they were always like, I don't know. It was like cops, but for the regular man. <laughs> well, and like, I, like some of the, like maybe dog reminded me of like some of my <laughs> older, like crazy family members or whatever, how they're just like crazy but still kind of cool like they get <laughs> get that life sucks and they're like this is what we got to do but here's a cigarette <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is definitely happening but you know i feel for you man <laughs> yeah i mean you should have you shouldn't have ran you should have paid your freaking bail and we wouldn't have to run you down but dude by the way i still can't believe that that's a thing like bail bonding like that and that there there are like dudes that go out and have to be like all right man i'm gonna shake you down and get that money <laughs> yeah isn't that crazy like it seems like it will be fun but it would be scary that does not seem fun at all because the, like would, looking for people and then finding them looking for people would be fun finding them would be terrible because like it's all adrenaline until mm -hmm. you get like the part that I would hate is the part that he was good at with what, which is what you were saying, like giving him a cigarette be like, eh, no man, it sucks. Like, I don't know. I would just be too amped. I'd be like, we got you. We got you. You tried to run and we pepper sprayed yeah. your face, man. You've been zip tied. You're done. You're paying that money or I will drop <laughs> bows on you. Yeah. Watch out for these bows. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, exactly. So, well, yeah, because if they like pay your bond or whatever, and then you run, then they're out that money. Yeah. So they have to get you and then they turn you in and they get their money back. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, whoops. Yeah. So I don't know, but I always thought that was a fun show to watch because like, it, it like it exposed like the, how much like meth is in colorado <laughs> no in hawaii and colorado what and yeah hawaii they did their show in hawaii but half the time they lived in colorado too but did they bounty hunt in mm -hmm. colorado did yeah. they really yep i guess i did not pay enough attention to that show <laughs> yeah well yeah i mean their thing wasn't it called like decine bail bonds that is beyond my pay grade yeah. Well, like some places, like you have to be, I guess, registered to be a a bondsman in different states. Like you can't just go and be like, I'm taking you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, real? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't just be like, hey, citizens arrest, man. Didn't he zip, get zip. in trouble for being a... Well, yeah, because sometimes when they would like cross over, they would like get someone in that area oh, yeah, to go it, and 
I think he got somebody in like Texas or Nevada or Nevada, whatever it's called, and he wasn't supposed to like. He got somebody from Mexico that's and brought them back. Yeah, not New Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> real Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ain't no wall holding me back. Yeah, he went down and got somebody and then got in trouble because there's no extradition, I think. So. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't that good of a look. But that's really sad. And, like, she had the freaking biggest boobs there is. So I'm sure she has back problems, too. Mm. Or maybe that's what was happening, man. They were pulling on her neck. <laughs> maybe that uh so um where is this thing so what was it so yeah god dang it man do you have something or well i was gonna bring up the what we are and are not allowed to joke about but yeah oh, good well, it's whatever we bring up next is probably going to be our last thing. So if you got something good, no, I was just going to bring up the the lady named Marijuana Pepsi. Oh yes, please, for the love of everything good in this world, bring up Marijuana Pepsi. Okay, so a woman named Marijuana Pepsi refused to change her name and then earned a PhD after completing a dissertation on black names. That's a Dr. Pepsi to you, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> exactly. So how crazy is that? Because last week we were talking about a white person named Lakeisha. And now this person's name is Marijuana Pepsi. And this is a black person. <sighs> you know, um, like the other day we were at the park with our nephews and... Um, like I was like sitting off to the side cause I had a chair and then there was like a bench there that's like standard in the park. And mm-hmm. my sister was sitting there and she like got up and went to the bathroom and some guy came and like parked there with his like stroller and mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And like that guy looked like he was Indian, but his skin was like black, like a regular black person's. So do you think he was like, he might've been Indian because like we had this dude, uh, my brother was friends with this kid uh, who was Indian, and this kid cracked me up, dude. Uh, he, but like they were super dark, like crazy dark, like but not like I don't know, like now I realize like how much darker they were, but it didn't seem that out of place, I guess, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but. This kid, I this kid cracked me up because he said one of the funniest things. That, it used to kill me every time because he would be like, because his dad was a doctor and he was like, when I grow up, I'm gonna be a doctor and I'm gonna have a lot of money and I'm gonna live at the top of the biggest condom and live in it. And condom. I was like, what? And he was like, yeah. He's like, I'm gonna be rich and I'm gonna live in a condom. And I was like, I just don't understand what you're saying. And he was like. You know, he's like people uh get get rich and they just like live in these con condos or what do you say? I think he said condominium, and I was like, "Oh, you mean a condo?" And he was like, he fought me. This kid was brilliant, by the way, and he's like, "It's called a condom." 
He's like, what? a condominium? He's like, how else would you shorten that? I was like... I mean, it sounds like <laughs> sound logic, condominium, condom. Well, to a kid who's like, I don't know, like 11 or 12, I'm sure. He's like... <laughs> he doesn't know what's happening. It was just so funny just to see him so like, I'm telling Indignant. you. Indignant. It's a condom. I'm like... Ask your dad, dude. Not, yeah, please ask your dad about living. Better in a yet, con- ask your mom. Yeah, ask your mom about what living in a condom is like. <laughs> <laughs> Some of your brothers and sisters are not really going to be able to tell the tale. <laughs> yeah, but I just thought that was interesting because his skin was like so dark, but he didn't look like like a typical black person. I guess. What does would a look. typical black person look like? A Bethany. Like he didn't have the same like facial structures. I guess. So, I don't know. Andy was kind of nosy. <laughs> Bro, that dude was like, you could see him. We were like having a, uh, we were all having a talk. And uh, this dude was like almost falling over. He was leaning. like his Yeah, head. trying to find out what's going on. You could see him like angling his head so that his ear was faced right at us. And he's like leaning over. It's like, hey, bro. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Like, I just wonder what kind of like reality a person with that like dark of skin, but is an Indian would have. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Because are they like a black guy or are they like an Indian Muslim? Like, what are they? I don't know. That's what you should have done. You should have done. You should have been like, hey, man, the hell are you? How do you identify, (laughs) sir? The hell's up with you, man? What box can I put you in? You look like a lot of things, and I need to know what that one thing <laughs> is, please. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. Write it down on this piece of paper. I'm, I'm going to put it on my forehead. I want it. you to treat me that way. <laughs> uh, yeah. But once again, I don't care what really, but I, I'm just curious, like, because... <laughs> Uh, so I think that is just going to have us roll right into the old recommendation town. All right. Miss Bethany, do you have one for us today? Well, I think I have two today, actually. Oh, for word. Well, that's good, because I feel like I always recommend the same ones, and really mine's more of a shout out this week, so good. Okay. Well, um, this one we recommended before, but it, it has been a long time. Yes. <laughs> So this week I want to recommend the Bumblebutt podcast. Yes. Because uh, I was listening to that <laughs> last week and I forgot how funny that is because like they, they just go over these like crime stories and it's uh, three different hosts, Cody, Adam and Jordan. And like when they first start, they're just like sitting there like joking around and like talking about their week. And it's freaking hysterical <laughs> uh, because like they just are just joking around and you're like. It doesn't even seem like the microphone should be on because they're just that open with their jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> so funny. <laughs> um, but the description of their show is the Bumblebutt podcast is a weekly true crime podcast, um, true crime comedy podcast. We cover everything from serial killers, murder, organized crime, cults, UFOs or even paranormal brought to you by Cody, Adam, and Jordan. And I don't know, like every time I listen to it, I freaking crack up because like they tell the story about these like serial killers and then like halfway through, (laughs) like they'll start like making fun of things that they do or like, (laughs) um, it's just, it's really funny and like it's interesting because it's true crime. So it's funny. Cause like what you said about them, like having like funny conversations up top, like 
the best example I could give of that is like they can actually do what a lot of people think they can do. Like when three or two or three people sit around and are like, we're funny. Yeah. We should put this on the internet. Like they legitimately are the reason why uh, people that can't do it think they can. <laughs> yeah. Like I really recommend it because it's so funny. And it's just a good show too if you like hearing about murder stuff. <laughs> So, yeah, I really like that show. So check it out, the Bumblebutt podcast. And then uh, the other one is really... Uh, the other one is a... Uh, it's more of like a Hollywood one. Mm-hmm. Um, I just started listening to it this week. And uh, we talk about Burt Kreischer all the time. And like how much we like him. And his wife actually started her own podcast as well. And I started listening to that this week, and it's called Wife of the Party. And the one I listened to, I only listened to one episode, but I was impressed by it. Because usually she's just in the background, and sometimes she's on Burt's show at the beginning. It's like doing reads with him. Yeah, and like joking around with them, and like like sometimes he'll have a meltdown, and she's just like <laughs> there, like, okay, yeah, Burt. <laughs> Get Good it together. Yeah. You're freaking out. It's not that big of a deal. Um, so the show, the episode I listened to was the one that she did with Christina P from the Your Mom's House podcast. Mm-hmm. And it was just really good because they were talking about things about their like past and like how their like relationships with their mothers affected them. And just like being a comedian or like being the wife of a comedian and just different aspects about their lives. And, um, I just thought that was really interesting because, like having that kind of an insight into someone who you would think is um, just rich and they don't live a normal life like we do as like blue collar people. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not it's not that big of a leap like where they are. Yeah. And I think I haven't listened to that episode yet, but like uh, I feel like Leanne and Christina are like the perfect ones to have that conversation, mm-hmm. especially about being the wife of a comedian. Right. Because Christina is a comedian, but is also the wife of, the wife of well. Tom Segura, <laughs> the freaking one of the biggest uh, comedians right now. Right. Uh, so I don't know. And Bert, I feel like is, dude, whatever. I, I love Bert. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> well, yeah, because they're all in that inner circle with like Joe Rogan, who has the hugest podcast there is. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I just really like the show. Like she's like country and Southern. Um, but she, yeah, Leanne, but she's very well spoken. And I think her ideas are, um, they're not outdated or like what you would typically think of Southern. (laughs) Yeah. She is like the epitome of, uh, you are, if you think she's an idiot is because you're judging her by her accent and not what she's saying. Like she's just got a... That, like, stereotypical, like, you know, southern accent that whenever someone tries to do, like, a dumb accent, they'll do that. Right. Instead of actually listening to what the person's saying, they just hear an accent and they're like, meh, I can just discount what you're saying. Yeah, and she seems, like, open and honest, so. How could she not be being married to Bert? Like, (laughs) So, um, yeah, so I would also recommend that show because I'm going to start listening to it, too. And once again, it's called Wife of the Party. 
uh, by Leanne Kreischer. Jesus, you're gonna have to write all this stuff down for me. I gotta put so many links this week. All by right, the way, so that's the thing. Too. Everything will be linked in the show notes uh, to the Twitter and at least the iTunes or whatever it is now. Um, but I have a recommendation and a special shout out. Really, two special shout outs with one recommendation. And hello, Corey. Hello, Shannon. You're back. You're back and better than ever. Uh, the Snafu podcast is back in your ear holes. They've been on vacation, just been vacationing since April, leaving well, us hanging. <laughs> <laughs> they've been doing stuff behind the scenes. Like, didn't they start a new blog? Yes. Uh, but so if you don't know, it's another true. It's another true crime podcast. Uh, but this one reads a little something like this. This podcast brings the bizarre stories in true crime and true mystery to light. Join us as we drink our way through the craziest stories you've never heard. And it's funny because, like, the first episode I ever heard of theirs uh, was the, uh, episode one. Like, that was, it's funny because what I like about shows like that is that you can just start from episode one, other than, you know, unlike our show, which I advise no one. If you've never heard episode one, never go back. Yeah. Uh, but they, I remember, I remember so vividly hearing that first episode. Uh, it's the name of it is Carl Tanzer and his undying love. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to spoil any of it for you, but I will tell you this. I was, I had to go back to the job that I was at, that I was doing when I first heard that first episode mm -hmm. and i i looked at the spot that i was when i remember them talking about uh i don't know the the first time that he was trying to convince people that uh he could bring this woman back to life like that is i, I don't know the <laughs> you're giving me big eyes and freaking me out man well, oh <laughs> yeah well you're talking about that story yeah the carl tanzier story the man was insane yeah uh but I don't know. Or was he? Or was he? Did they just not give him enough time to bring that woman back to life? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, you were looking at the spot or whatever. And, and it was just weird because I was like, oh, I remember exactly the spot in the story I was when I was like working in this area. Uh, and, and that like hearing that them telling that story i was like oh i'm gonna like this podcast a lot yeah because <laughs> well, i had heard the funny part was is after i heard that show i remember calling you uh like after after work that day and telling you about it because i'm like did you know about this this is insane uh and you're like yeah the dollop already did an episode on that and i was like what? And you were like, yeah, you recommended that episode to me. I was <laughs> but like, you heard it again from them and you're like, this is a new story. Yeah. Like I don't remember the dollop doing it, but I do remember them. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, yeah. it's a great show. Well, uh, it is really a great show. And like their personalities are awesome. Like you can tell that they're really passionate about the stories that they're telling and uh, they research them very well and just, they're really good storytellers and we like them. A lot. A lot. <laughs> uh, and just a special shout out to uh, Mr. Chris Wutzke from the HTNOS podcast. Uh, H to the NOS. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Uh, for winning podcasters of the roundtable uh, number three. Uh, it was, we, I, we, did, we watched most of it. 
Yeah. And it was really good. Like, Beth was freaking... Dying laughing. Bro, I think everybody <laughs> got Beth at least once. Like, there was... That was... Like, Chris, you freaking killed it, dude. Because, like, you were going up against some hitters, boy. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> uh, it was really good. Uh, yeah, so... And that... As far as I know, the Podcasters of the Roundtable shows up on the Married AF feed. So that was the one we Beth recommended last week, and I'm telling you, like, there's just uh, you guys have to stop having so many good podcasts come in front of me. It's <laughs> too much, man. Like, I've had to shun all like the only podcasts really that I listen to that are not indie podcasts now is I would say uh, Bert's podcast will always get my listen. Uh, select joe rogan's right and uh what is it your mom's house and the h3 podcast that's it like i used to have it used to only be like like hollywood ones huge podcasts and now it is stop enough too many good ones (laughs) yeah well i mean i don't think so start sucking some of you please But but I think that's it for today. Oh yeah. So if you wanna if you enjoyed what you just heard, besides the recommendations, you'll definitely enjoy those. But if you enjoyed the stuff before that, you can uh, find us on Instagram and Twitter. Beth, do you remember where to find us on Instagram and Twitter? At Untrained iPod. Yes, that's E Y E P O D. And where would they be able to send us an email, Beth? At un <laughs> not at untrained iPod at gmail.com. That's correct. And if you look in the show notes, there is also now a P.O. box if you want to send us your baby teeth or not, or just a picture of your baby teeth. We'll take that too. We'll put it up on the wall of fame. How funny would that be if someone did send us a picture of their baby teeth? That would be hilarious. And why do you still have your baby teeth, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> what in the hell is wrong with you? Uh, yeah, if you would be so kind as to uh, rate us, review us on iTunes, uh, that helps us get seen. Helps us get seen is what I just said. Uh, and I stand by it. Help me learn how to speak. Get us some more reviews and rates. Give us a five star or not, but do it. Do that. Oh, yeah. What? <sighs> All right, DJ, you can do this. Come on. Come on, man. You got this. Go. You can do it. Also, (laughs) did you like that music you heard at the beginning? Did you like that music you heard beneath the PodCoin ad? Did you like the music you're hearing probably right now or very soon? Well, guess what? You can go to Cullah.com, C-U-L-L-A-H.com, and find all of those songs and more. You can also... Follow him on YouTube. All the links are there at Kella.com. And on July 10th, the music video for I Cease to Be uh, will be debuting with the Q&A afterwards. So be there or be a nerd. Yeah. And yeah, this Wednesday is my birthday. So if anybody wants to give me a shout out at the Queen for Real. <laughs> you can do that. That's her Twitter. Or that's her handle on all social mediums. Correct. Um, and then um, because of that, we will be once again going to. Uh, oh, yeah. We're going to go see uh, Davidas again on Friday. 
at Darwin's Brewing Company in Bradenton. So, so hit us up, homies. Be there or be an even bigger nerd. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was rude. Yeah, that's, that was the point. If you don't go, you're just a nerd. That's fine. Oh, okay, well, that makes more sense. We like you anyway, but... I thought you were saying if you do go, then you're a nerd. No, be there or be a nerd. <laughs> but, I mean, it's cool. It's a free show. We'll be there. There's booze. It's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> booze ain't free. Come on, son. Yeah, the booze isn't free, but the show is. <laughs> I mean, it's free if you got money and you don't mind partying with it. Anyway, so that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else that you want to add at the end here? No? You already you already gave people our plans for the week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's it. Oh, yeah. We got a, we got a, just a... Just a little sneak peek. We got a call coming in on your birthday, too, that might mean things for the future. It might not. Who knows? But we'll see. All right. Our heads might start inflating. You never know. <laughs> yeah, they might. They might, but we'll they see. might not. You never know. We shall see. All right, Bethany. Hey, happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks. Starting tomorrow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, everyone, thank you for listening. We will see you next Tuesday. See ya. What did we call ourselves, the M. Night Shyamalan fans? The Sham Dogs. All of us Sham Dogs know. <laughs> the Sham Wows. <laughs> all the Sham Wows know that red is the bad color, and we don't like it one bit.